Yeah, we're on. We're, we're, we're still on? Yeah, we're always on. Okay, we're on. We're Welcome to on. the show. Da-na-na, da-na-na. No, well, dude, how many times? We're not stealing ESPNs or EA Sports it's or whatever the hell own. it is. It isn't. It's the exact same thing. Wow. It's fine. Well, let's talk about something real quick. I'm going to cut you off immediately because, you know, that's what I do on the podcast. Hold up. Who do we have okay. as a special guest on the Bomb Shelter Boy podcast? I'm super excited about this. Today on the Bomb Shelter, we're going to introduce Chris Van Dither, one of my best friends. Is that how you say that? Yeah. I would honestly I would honestly just be like Christian Van Dither's Winkles. Why are you trying oh, to I mean, say I mean, that? <laughs> We'd find it in the system, and I'm dude, like, yeah, I'm not, not going to try that. It's not, dude, are you, like, illiterate? <sighs> it's not hard. It, it's pretty – you look at the name, and it's Van Dinter. It's not like it's hard to pronounce. Like, Honestly, there's probably about a 70 or 80 percent, you know. Fuck up rate? Uh, no, I, I, opposite. So really? About 70 80 percent of people yeah. get it right. Only the yeah. people okay. that are slow. Yeah. Uh, well, no. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> or, and, the, and about 10 percent of the people that get it wrong – do it on purpose. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably <all>. more so <laughs> mine. You know, but I get that with uh, D King. Everybody says decking. There's no fucking C in my last really? name. Yeah, decking all the time. I did that. Dirksing. I've had Dirksing, an R and an S. It's there's no. Oh, that's bad, yeah. Don't, don't, you son of a bitch. Anyways, you we ever brought compare me to him. We brought my boy uh, CBD, Chris Van Inter. CBD. Yeah, CBD. There we go. Onto the show. Uh, he Christian was. A, you honestly kind of have. A, a, I think this is kind of a cool story. Uh, he, he was a D two soccer player at uh, Indianapolis University, yep, yep. and uh, defense defenseman. Yeah. But what I think is really cool is you didn't even start playing soccer until you were like what twelve. Yeah, like twelve. Well, yeah, you never yeah. played soccer. No, like baseball. I, 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 I hung out with you, and you th- that we played baseball. That's right. And then you played soccer, and you went on to play in college. <laughs> Unlike a lot of those guys you played with in high school, which yeah. is pretty dope. Yeah. Worked hard like a motherfucker. I did, yeah. No, it was, uh, I would say it was a, probably one of the best experiences I've had. Yeah. Being a collegiate athlete. Um, it, probably one of the toughest, but also mo- most rewarding, Yeah. I feel like. And, uh, yeah, I mean, all the, just the relationships you build with your coaches and your teammates and I mean, they're my brothers now. You know, I, I don't I don't have a actual brother, but yeah. I have you know many brothers that I played with and you know shared great experiences with. So yeah, it was an awesome. And I actually transferred twice, so yeah. that was kind yeah. of a to finally get to Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I started Division three at a little school in North of Chicago in North Park okay. University, and I played the year. And I, I um, had a stress fracture. I got injured. Didn't really like the school, so I went. I came and played at Wabonzi for a year. Okay. Um, and I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, and then I took a fall semester off, and then I started in the spring at, at University of Indianapolis. Okay. So, and it was like we would play Division One schools, and like we played Xavier, we beat Xavier. No shit. We would play. Yeah, I mean our our team was like, and not to like brag, just you know, the, there's a huge brag away, my friend, brag away. There, there's a there's a huge, I guess, misconception in at least soccer where D one's like the thing, and really there's a lot of good D three and D two schools in in soccer anyway, uh, men's soccer. I, I, I don't know other sports but um that you know that d2 is like or d3 is not as good and there's a lot of great players that still play professionally so let me so. let me ask you a question then why do you why do you think that is like where there's this discrepancy between yeah like the level or um, experience that if you're d1 you're that much better because I, i've got a friend I, I think we've talked about this in the past oscar that played for dortmund germany and oh, he yeah, played that's right. wow. he played at western and when he first uh went uh 
he wasn't a walk. I think he got a scholarship, but he wasn't like the best player by any means and ended up playing for Dortmund, Germany as a professional soccer player. And he said the exact same thing. Like there's these, you can't, you don't get the same level of experience like a football player or basketball player where they're just, there's such an elite difference between, you know, a number one that can go and play straight from Duke basketball and go right. in one season and he's in the NBA. Why do you think there's that discrepancy of talent or lack of the uh, di- yeah. discrepancy in talent? So you have these different divisions, but the same level of talent. Right. I'm, no, that's a great that question. Hon- no, it does. Honestly, I don't, I would think it, it, it couldn't be due or it wouldn't be due to the, the teams, the amount of teams, because if you look at basketball, there's, you know, 200 some D2, a hundred and like what, 20, uh, D1 schools, and then D3, there's like two, three hundred like schools. So I, d- I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because there's just limited spots yeah. for those Division One players. So, and there's, I mean, if you think about it, how many soccer players in the whole United States, and it's <laughs> continuing to grow. Yeah. So I think that, and you have to, you also have to factor in the international players because a lot of, a lot of players, they like there it's ruthless i mean by 16 years old it's either you're pro or you're not yeah so yep. they're looking for they they want to continue their career but they want to do it in a meaningful way so they come from germany england i mean a lot of my buddies that i played with in college were not from the united states okay so a lot of them were from chile um two of them and were they from just Chile's. transferred for yeah, college exactly for for soccer basically okay um i mean you know, they, they did want to get an education, but they also definitely yeah. wanted to play. Especially exactly. when it comes to Most soccer. of them, those, those exactly. people are different. Yeah, and, and I would say 90 to 95% of them were on scholarship, or the country that they're from actually helps pay their schooling. Okay. Um, so, like, Sweden, for example, there was a lot of Swedish players at North Park, and they were, most of the, all of them were on scholarship either through, you know, financial aid or like through the Swedish government or athletic scholarship, even though Division Three technically there's no athletic scholarship, they the find ways to make yep. yeah grants or um, you know academic scholarship. Okay. So um, yeah, I mean, and it's and it's like it's a whole thing. I mean that you see that, and I think you see that mainly in soccer just because it's such an international sport, mm-hmm. like football. Who else? Canadian. Be, at can, this uh, point, it's, uh, that's about it's it. primarily yeah, American yeah. athletes. I yeah. mean, England's, England actually is getting really into football, but they, I don't know if they have an actual league. They have rugby. Yeah, and it's more it's U.S. based. They're watching exactly. for when we bring our right, brand to. Right, absolutely right. England, yeah, so yeah. That, that's, I think that is maybe one of the reasons why. So there's so many teams. Um, it's there, hard I guess there's so many players, but the, there's not the as – yeah, there's – there is a there is a good amount of teams, but there's there is also just a huge influx of players. But it'll be interesting to see because you know with everything that happened the last year, it, I mean we'll see how many how many players they allow and because certain certain I think like Division One you can only have a certain amount of international players, um, and the same goes for D two and D three. I don't know the exact you know what the exact stipulations are. I don't, um, but I, I think there is. But yeah, anyway, it was just. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So. Did, have you thought about playing beyond college? Oh yeah, definitely. And I researching did, yeah. it a little bit and going overseas or trying to I make did, a team absolutely. or, or yeah, even here in the states. Yeah, and in professional soccer, it's it's different because like your buddy, I feel like people also develop at a different age. So like with football, it's like if you don't develop to your eighteen, nineteen, it's too late. Okay. Because you're you you would already be, you know, at your freshman sophomore year of college. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, these guys are running four or five forties, they're freaking jumping out of the gym. 
So the skill, the specific yeah, the, skill, the set, skill set, is, and, and the athleticism yeah. is just is just you know top notch at that point. So I feel like once you're at that age in soccer, though, you still have time to develop. I mean, a lot of the like, if you want to play like you know in in the top leagues in Europe, I mean, which is like the one percent. Yeah, absolutely. it's it's very difficult. But there's so many other lower level tiers, like for instance. Jamie Vardy, who I don't know if you guys know who Jamie yeah, Vardy is, who played on, who plays on Leicester City, and he played for the England international, yeah, team. He didn't go professional to the top tier in England till he was like 25, 26, I think. Okay. Or maybe even which is extremely that, late. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Based and, on American, he sports. started in like tier eight of English league. Okay. So there's like there's you know there's like 12 tiers, and he started and worked all his way up. All, all the way up, just kept grinding, kept getting better. He's a top you player know. too, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's one of the top strikers in, in the Premier League. Where, yeah. where is he from? So he's from, um, he's from England. I, I can't remember where in England he's from. Okay. Um, but he plays on Leicester. They won the Premier League uh, like three or four years ago now. They were like the dark horse. Uh, not even Bro, dark horse. Like, just talk about this for a second. This is sick. So the yeah, this team, uh, Leicester City, vaguely familiar because Oscar, but I, I don't know yeah. anything about it. So I'd love to hear. No, about yeah, the, it, yeah, it's it's an amazing. So this this team, Leicester City, is just a small small club in the Midlands of England who just got promoted. I think it was like the year or two before, or a few years before. Got promoted from the championship because how it works is you know there's tiers. So yeah. if you finish in the bottom three, you get relegated to the tier below. Okay. And that's what I think is missing in American sports. Lead. But anyway, well, we'll yeah. Yeah, yeah have, there's opportunity there, exactly. right? That's what you're and, saying. And is, every no one is safe. Okay. So if oh I don't make it the playoffs, competition exactly. the most elite of competition. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. So if I if I don't make the playoffs, I I can't just throw in the towel for a draft pick. Yeah. Or else, because if you finish last, guess what? So you're almost incentivizing teams that aren't as good to not perform, so they get a first. It, it just, to me, it just, it isn't, it doesn't really make much sense. But anyway, we should go um, back to that comment. I, yeah. I really want to talk about. Yeah, that. no, go ahead. it's go ahead. it's interesting. So yeah, so anyway, they they got promoted, and a couple of years later, I can't remember if it was like a year or two, or um, I could be wrong, but yeah, and they. They won the Premier League. I don't know, like that's incredible. All the all the big level. teams: Liverpool, Manchester United, who I support, Chelsea, Arsenal, all these teams, and these big dogs. Le- yeah, Leicester City just were amazing from the start of the season all the way, and they won it by le- they won it with like two games left. A team that was like because like, the there's no playoffs. That's crazy. Man. So if you if there's 20 teams, you play 38 games. So you play each team twice, home and away. The top team wins it. That's so it. They, did, they didn't just have a run like a March Madness tournament. No, they exactly. dominated from start exactly. to finish. Oh, that, and that's, and against that's the best thing. competition. That's another thing with these playoffs. Like, you, like if you have one bad day, that's it. Football, yeah. In sure. football. Yeah. Yeah, and in, in football, in – yeah, I guess, I mean, hockey to me is like the best, like, I think – or, or the NBA. I mean, that that's – I think is the most fair. Legitimate. But, yeah, because you have Look like a at series. how good. Not exactly. one co- team got cold, one team got hot. You can't blame it on one game. You know, yeah. where football, it's almost like, wow, that's tough. Like, yeah. One game. Yeah. So, yeah, so anyway, the, the system is – and that's why your buddy, I mean, he probably, you know, at 15, 16, he probably wasn't one of the best. Like you even said at Western, which is actually a, a very good soccer school yeah. for Division One. He wasn't. He probably wasn't the best on his team, but he kept working. He kept pushing, and that's probably what made him. And that's what I. I didn't start at my school right away at Division Two. 
So when I was a junior, and then I eventually, um, towards the end of my junior, senior year, I started um, a good amount of games. Senior year, we also had a lot of injuries, but yeah. um, I mean, yeah, so it was, yeah, it was a good experience. We made it, I made it to, um, which was interesting, I thought it interesting, I made it to the Division Three NCAA tournament, hey. Division Two NCAA tournament, so how now cool, somehow cool I got to I gotta get like a medical red shirt to get, <laughs> to get on a D1 team just to say I went to all three tournaments. So, but no, it was, it was great. That's sick, man. Take, take us through the, a little bit of the training protocol that goes through that. Oh, geez. Well, division two, division three in community college, it's a lot on your own. So in the spring, there's no spring season. Um, well there, I'm sorry, there is, but it's like literally like four weeks. It's very short. You'll train like, you'll probably have like, like lifting twice a week and then and then field training twice a week and then you'll play a game like on the weekend um, or like a scrimmage because in D3 you can't play I think you can only play like one or two teams like you can only have a certain amount of games it's very limited you can only have like eight hours a week with your team it's like super minimal then division uh, or community college there is no spring it was like one day a week we played like pickup and then uh, and then um yeah, like five v five, and then Division two is like twenty hours a week. Like yeah, it's nuts. Like it's it shifts. Like, it's a bit. It's, it's a yeah. It's like difference. double days. Like lifting in the morning, training, and this is spring too. Um, fall is like our in season, so it's like we're. I mean, we're training pretty much every day. We had like um, Mondays off because we had games Friday, Sunday, and then Saturday was either a travel day or if if we were home, we were we were just uh, you know recovery. We get in the pool or. Um, roll out, like do that sort of stuff. So and then yeah, Monday treated was, it like it was a exactly career. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then and then Monday was off day. Um, if guys who didn't play on the weekend very often, um, those guys would um, come in on Monday and they would have to do an, a conditioning program. So they'd have to do like you know wind sprints and maybe get a lift in or something just to like keep their conditioning up. Because if you go like because Friday we'd play. Let's say you only play like 20 minutes. Saturday would be a light session if that. Sunday, if let's say you maybe play another 20 minutes, you're really only getting like 40 minutes of game time. Yeah. And then if you have Monday off, by the time you get to Tuesday, it's like you've had, you know, a lot of time. So just to keep your body ticking, they would ticking over. They would do, you know, um, a conditioning. And then, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday morning we'd have training at like 730. Um, and then we'd lift in the afternoon. So – it was pretty, um, pretty intense. Yeah. I wonder why intense. there's. I, w- I would love to know why Division Three treats it so much differently than Division Two because I've heard that it's many times over. Yeah, it, it's the it's the NCAA. It's the, they, they, they restrict limit the it. amount of hours. Yeah, they restrict. Um, w- why would they do that though? Because your your competition level at Division Three, which would in in my opinion would promote athletes going division three if they cared about the sport like division two or like division one right. or one double a if you're going to put out those types of programs and scholarships instead of just grants right like no, what's the right. i know the school's smaller so financially they don't have the yeah. same dollars them, to promote yeah. like yeah. a the facilities the facilities that like an alabama or or a good division one school like a whitewater in football or something like that yeah no you're right you're right um so I, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, they're like sort of an anomaly, I guess, in, in division. Yeah. I mean, they're like one of the biggest division three schools. Whitewater? Yeah, yeah, they're huge. Are they good in soccer too? But, uh, actually, yeah, they had a, they had a pretty decent pro. I had a few guys that I played club with okay. that played for Whitewater. And 
I mean, I actually, I mean, that's a great school. Like, just, like, to get the college experience, to play on a team. They have great facilities. They're I mean, highly competitive I think it's, like, what, 10,000 or maybe even more, like mm-hmm. 15,000 kids. So, that yeah, that was uh, – I did – I actually, like, considered potentially – I never visited, but it was, like, on, like, on you know, radar. my initial li- – yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that's a good co- – I don't – honestly, I think it's because there's so many Division three teams. Yeah. And – you have players that have desire to play professional in Division Three, and then you have others that don't care. They just want to have a good time and play soccer. Okay. Um, so I think that's where and, – and also there's no athletic scholarship. So you can't really – not force, but, like, you can't really put, um, I guess, or I guess increase the hours if some of the players aren't really – you know, their their only benefit is that they're doing it for their for their self. Okay. They're not – you know, therefore, and if, if people say, school, oh, kids are there to, to pro, it's, a exactly. rate, it's a, such a select few. Exactly. They're the not there for the money. The next level. Right. They go one year like a, exactly. a Cam Newton, you know, goes to Juco yeah, and exactly. excels. And then all of a sudden right. he goes and plays for Auburn. So right. That makes sense. Yeah. That's, and, again, and that's why they do game. that. It's still a dollars game. Right. Exactly. And that, and that's why they do that. It, yeah. Oh yeah. The NCAA is all about the money. They, they say that they're a non-for-profit organization. It's, yeah. That's it's, bullshit, it's, right? it's the biggest <laughs> It's the biggest, like, yeah, it's such a, it's such a joke. The NCAA is totally for profit, like, yeah. and they're, they're a political unit at this point. Yeah, totally. I mean, they I have mean, enough power to manipulate the way people think, right. connect with the media, right? And and a lot of people think the NCAA makes the rules. They actually don't make the rules. They don't create the rules. Because, I, I mean, in Indianapolis, that's the headquarters of the NCAA. So we okay. would it's have people familiar. come in all the time and from the NCAA and talk about the NCAA and how it works and everything like that. They actually just enforce the rules. A lot of people think, oh, why would the NCAA make up these rules? They actually don't. The schools come up with the rules. So, like, one school may want, might want to enforce X rule, and then – the Y school may say, no, that's total BS. I don't want to do that. And they might vote against it. And then the NCAA is the, sort of the middleman in there to, to try and negotiate and come up with and enforce a rule. So they don't, they don't really come up with these rules like out of the blue. It's actually the teams that bring up the, the rules um, and create these rules. And I mean, for a reason, it's not, they're not just like coming up with them. But That's interesting. I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. I, thought that, I, yeah, I, I always didn't thought the NCAA was kind of the governing body and, on the, um, of all sports throughout collegiate So athletes. they are the governing body, but they don't, they don't create rules just out of thin air just because they want to create rules. Okay. So they, st- they still govern, they enforce, and they sort of are like the, the peacemaker and okay. oversight yeah, of, the, of all of the schools. Um, obviously they do, and I'm talking like specific rules in terms of like, you know, uniforms, um, game rules, the bigger, bigger, right, exactly. So, so in terms of like how many hours kids can train that sort, they do obviously create rules on that, on that aspect. Um, and like, you know, the amount of safety regulations. Exactly. That's for more safety. Exactly. So like, for instance, like for division one, and it may have changed, but, um, you could only, I think you only had like eight full scholarships in division one. Okay. Per team. Per team. Yeah. So like, so men's soccer, and that's also title nine. 
So like that also they do that. So like women's has the same um, on, on all sports. Okay. Um, so that that's why they that's why they do that. So they they some teams have le- like less on the men's side if there's more men's sports because they need to make up for the women's sports as well because they have to um, by NCAA you know law they have to have the same amount of um, scholarships per you know uh, men's and women's. So school, each each individual yeah. school. Yeah, and okay. I don't know. I, I thought it was eight. I might be wrong, and I don't. You know, I don't work for the NCAA. I don't. That, you know, would, that would make but, sense though. Like, full, um, in terms oh yeah, of full totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how it works. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it, like playing collegiate sports. I don't. People would ask, like, would you do it again? Like, yeah, absolutely, I would. Sometimes it absolutely sucked. Yeah. But it taught me discipline. Yeah, like, hey, like, isn't that the best best experience? Like, when I went was, overseas, yeah. I hated most of the shit that I did when I was <laughs> yeah. overseas. Right. But, but you got to when f- I see some pretty cool it, shit. I'm like, yeah. damn, I had yeah. a good well, time. It teaches you so many valuable lessons. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. I never did anything like that. Yeah, but. you're a piece of shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, buddy. Bored and bred. Hey, that's what Sugar we're doing. Grove, Illinois. You're still a young. <laughs> yeah, baby. You're still. Uh, I ISU. You're still a young buck. You got plenty of time for experiences. That's why brilliant needs exist. Oh, did you hear that? I just dropped that yeah. in there. Like Every nothing. Podcast. Every podcast. Every podcast. Right <laughs> Someday we're gonna launch brilliant needs. Yo, so uh, did you guys see? Did you see the, the Joe Rogan controversy? Okay, so I heard a little bit about. Do you this. listen to Rogan he, at all? The vaccine. Yes. Yeah. I heard a little bit about it, and I heard what he said. And I know he, he tried what to correct said. what he said, and he's like, I say stupid things sometimes. I hate the fuck that he is censored. The fact that he has to apologize for what he says, and it opened. He didn't even apologize. Kind of. He went he's back, like, and no, he's no. like, don't listen to me. Let, we let, say stupid yeah. shit because we get drunk and high. Let, let's, and say, let's see what they said. Let's, let's you know how he feels about it. You know how he feels. What did he say? So Rogan was like, he's like, I think the vaccine is safe. Yeah. I think the vaccine's safe. If you want to go get the vaccine, For kids go get and the vaccine. Else. He's like, however, if you're 21 and you're healthy, I wouldn't get the vaccine. Yeah. He's I like, 100% agree with that. He's him. like, why would you get? The, he's like, I, I, I wouldn't really get do. the vaccine. And then, and then, which is crazy, because Dr. Fauci comes out and responds to Joe Rogan. Really? Yes. This Fauci is how. That's pretty amazing. That the powerful that pull. Yeah, Joe yeah, Rogan. Exactly. The powerful yeah. Joe Rogan experience. This is how he powerful Joe is yeah. to have the most famous people on his podcast. Literally, the richest human being on the planet Earth has taken oh his po- or been on his podcast multiple times. We know. V. We, we know. Who? We know. You Who? love. I, we know Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah, oh yeah. Talk about Joe. All. Joe has. Power, man. Joe has say in this world yeah, now. Yeah, but okay, and he okay. Mani- he n- manipulates a bad, very bad word. I don't mean it that way. He has the ability to encourage specific thoughts yeah. by specific people. Like, there's no question. For no sure. question. So, Fauci comes out and says, like, he's wrong, you know, yada, yada. Fuck Fauci. CNN, MB- MSNBC, all the, and I, you know. Yeah, all the, the big me- Democratic, media. Democratic, you know, the liberal media companies and i'm not of course no nope. so you're what good it is. keep going who gives a shit they're, yeah they're they came out and they were like he's wrong this is it's like how could he like how could he say this it's ridiculous yeah and joe's like did. joe comes back and he's like yeah fauci was talking about me on, the, on his thing <laughs> and he's like he's like good first of all first of all i'm not saying because he was like oh everybody should get for herd immunity and he's like that's fine that's a different that's a different subject because 
if every why not the vulnerable get it? Yeah. And then the young aren't going to spread it. They'll spread it to each other. The vulnerable get it, and they're they're going to be fine. Yeah. That was his argument. But he's also like, this is a podcast. I'm not a doctor. I, we get on here, and like 90% of the time, we're drinking, we're high. I say stupid shit. He's like, I, I look back at my shit, and I know I say stupid shit. It's yeah. a podcast. Yep. The fact that this is like global, and he's like, you know what? I commend you. He's like, that's awesome. I'm glad the journalist could take my bit and make money off it. Yeah. He's like, seriously. He's like, that's just the game. Absolutely. He's like, but don't, I'm not a doctor. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's- we're, 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 and I'm not going to include myself in the conversation with a guy like Joe and all the hard work that he's put in year after year to develop a podcast that has millions and millions and millions of people that listen to it, women included, which is what I love about Joe is that he he speaks for the people. I truly I truly yeah. believe that he speaks for the majority of the people and questioning things. And that's an okay thing. And if you question big, you question big business and you question the government, they shit on you. Period. End of story. They don't give an explanation why they shit on you. It's just I am right. Well, the fact of the matter is you've lied to us for many many years. Why would I trust anything that our government or any government for that matter yeah. says to me? Period. End of story. Like, not getting into politics. Why would anybody, whether you're Democrat, whether you're Republican, conservative, centrist, (laughs) liberal, why would you trust anything that our government tells us ever? We already know they lie about a ton of things. Admittedly so. Admittedly so. One for, for... I agree there's there's certain things from a military standpoint that you don't want to give away your hand but at the same time yeah. wh- why would we need to trust them what what reason do we have to trust shit no. in Illinois alone <laughs> we have governors in prison yep. fuck you in telling me that you think I should listen to what the hell you say yeah, we have multiple governors that have gone to pr- that have li- gone to our, prison our license, yeah. speaking <laughs> for the general public yeah Go fuck yourself, Fauci. I don't care what you say to me. Like, the statistics tell me the truth. And the statistics yeah. tell you that 21-year-olds are not the fucking problem. No. They're not the one that are at risk. And they're not necessarily – okay, we can call them super spreaders. I completely understand that. But if the vaccine works and we've already initiated phase one or phase two or phase three or tier one or tier six or whatever the bullshit they're selling you today, if they've actually done that properly and the vaccine works, which they said it did, and now they're saying they're not sure because it's mutated, and they also said it was two weeks, and now it's been fucking a year and a half, kiss my ass. I don't have to listen to (laughs) anything that you say. I love this right here. Dude, okay, here's the thing. I was in the military. I know what they lie about. Now, was I – the most uh, uh, t- like top secret clearance I had privilege to some shit, but n- any nowhere near an intelligence officer or something like that. But I know what they lie about. I know what they lie about. So I don't fucking yeah. trust the United States government. I don't trust any government from that for uh, government. For that. Just look at the history of mankind. Do they yeah. tell the truth? No. no. Is it in the best interest sometimes of the people that they don't tell the truth? Yes. I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah. But don't act like I shouldn't question you because you're the fucking government of the United States. Kiss my fucking ass (laughs) when it comes to that. My whole thing was – no, amen. My my whole thing with COVID is is that a 21-year-old, let's say who's who's had it before, aren't they already cured immunity if they've had it? So so in the beginning, yeah. We don't even know. No one knows. No one one knows. knows. And they're saying – okay. Like if they've already had it though and they're healthy, like – 
they're, I mean, uh, they're already, like, their body's already immune they to it in a way. So, let's so in the, in the United so States, I know this is beyond the point. This is beyond the point. 8,000 people die every single day in the United States. 8,000. Worldwide, five, every five seconds, every five seconds, a child dies. Every five seconds worldwide. Wow. But we pick and choose these things that we want to manipulate in society to manifest themselves in a bigger way. I'm not diminishing the fact. I, I do believe that COVID is real. I'm yeah. not saying well, that it isn't. We saw it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 but but I'm, I'm, I guess I'm saying in terms of uh, the impact that it has had. Yeah. Like it, it is worth t- taking care of the general public educating the general public on this is a real thing this is a, this is a bad thing yeah. but at the same time is it all honest honesty i don't agree with that i i, I see 50 50 all the time i see fauci tell me in one sentence yeah. in one breath he says keep your kids home in the second conversation he says if we keep our kids home too long it will have astronomical negative effects on children's educational yeah, patterns so it's contradicting yeah. it's contradicting all yeah. the time you yeah. hear one president say this one president say this yeah. what the fuck are you supposed to eventually agree yeah, with top's going. right what, what no, honestly though so what what okay trump says this and this president says this no it's who a, am yeah. i supposed to believe then and then you then you're mad at me because right. I, I don't want to wear a mask or i don't think it's as important as you say it is i don't even know who to trust right. regardless of sides i don't know who to trust anymore well and and it's and also the economic side of it cuz I, I i like the economic you know economist yeah. aspect and they're telling us that oh well unemployment's getting better and um <laughs> inflation isn't rising and i'm like this is the biggest load of shit i've ever seen ever. like well, well, how is how is inflation not rising when you've pumped you all this money into the economy <laughs> and you're telling me that uh, you have uh the the um chairman uh what's his name i'm forgetting his name now um, the wrong of the uh the federal reserve um you have him up there what, what's his i name? know who you're talking about yeah um powell jerome powell jerome, okay. yep and and he's and he's saying he's saying oh yeah inflation's you know inflation's the same or it's you know it'll be fine in the future don't worry about it you know it, it'll be around two percent and it's like there's no way like that's gonna be sustainable we just, we just like, put trillions of dollars and in, more in debt i mean the central and that's why i love you're printing money at I this love, point and they've admittedly I, exactly. printed money exactly oh no and that's the thing how so how does that like so they're they're telling us this just so we you know we're we're the little pawns we just listen and and just keep doing what we're doing and keep you know paying our taxes and giving them more money so then they can tax us more and then the whole thing that's why we used to go to war over two percent exactly two percent tax increase yeah you know what we're at almost 25 percent i know and it's gonna it's gonna get worse and honestly it's not even bad you know how much money you you know what right now though right now it's not even bad like people think their taxes are bad now just wait that's why i love this decentralized finance centralized banking is the worst like it's it's the worst system ever, and we're all like victims of it because that's what we were growing up on. That's what our parents like: get a job, go to college, like you know, pay your taxes. I mean, obviously, still Be pay a your good taxes, model but citizen and yeah. not question anything. Exactly, exactly. The yeah. government has what's in our best interest, and it's like that's why I love this. I love. I don't own any Bitcoin or anything. I'm not a financial advisor. Don't take advice, but 
Bitcoin. Nor I love it. I none love of Ethereum. Us are here. Yeah. yeah, I love, but I love the idea of it. You know why? Because it's totally defying what the central government, government, the central government, and what what their what their messages to us, and the people are finally taking a stand and saying no, like. They're saying this is bullshit, and we know it is. Yeah. And they're, they're this, the um, the uh, Federal Reserve's getting sued. Yeah. Uh, George Gammon, who's an economist on YouTube, you should he he does a lot of George good Gammon. YouTube. Yeah, George Gammon, he's being sued by the Fe- uh, he's suing the Federal Reserve um, for lying on their balance sheets. <laughs> and it's a, it's it's awesome. Okay. And the, and the attorney so that's hiring audits? him, exactly. who audits? The Federal Reserve. Exa- exactly. Isn't that the, insane? Guess what? Now the people audit the Federal Reserve, and he's ge- and that he is suing the Federal Reserve and Robert Barnes, his attorney, who's taking the case all pro the gold, bono. Gold exactly. Bullion in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're buying all this. Go- so they're telling us, they're telling us. Talk about contradicting that inflation isn't rising, but they're buying gold. Yeah. Which is the number one, like hedge against inflation. So, okay, let's go back to Elon. This is why I love Elon. Oh, yeah. His he points Bitcoin, the, that's he point, amazing. He's honest about it. He's smart, yeah. He's just he's And they just honest. sold some, that's right? What, they they bought, they just, like, what, a, a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin? And they just sold a, some off, a Bitcoin? And they made, yeah. like, they made, like, well, they said they bought a billion and a half. And, do, and now Doge it's worth two and a half too. billion. Yeah. <laughs> Dogecoin? So, but, no, dude, also with that, you see Nancy Pelosi, like, invest a ton of this money in... Microsoft? Yeah, that's called insider information. That's, it's yeah, illegal, that's, that's you that's motherfucker. Trading. That's illegal. Oh, it's oh, inside dude. trading. And, no, and not they for her, though. She, they don't want to be held accountable. They don't want to be accountable for that shit. So, I don't again, have anyone against to, that works for the – nothing against anyone that works for the government. But here, here's the ahead. thing, though. I just don't you, – you want me to trust what you say. Right. You want right. me to trust what Fauci says. Why? Why? Why would I? Why, why have we gone to wars? Why have we, we yeah. why have we, I don't even want to get into that side of it. I have my own personal beliefs on that. Eventually, maybe I will. Yeah. But I have no reason to trust anything that they say. Even in my own state, I don't have, my, my, my state's government, my local government, I don't have, why would I trust that? It's, it's, a, it's a really difficult position to be in because you want to trust somebody. You want to trust somebody that's, that is making the decisions based on the general public. But if you look at the history of mankind, not, not just over the last 100 years, I'm talking about thousands of years, why? Why, why would I trust what you say? And you're, yeah. you're telling me that I'm, like, I should be forced to listen and trust what you say because right. you're, you are the, the end-all, be-all of information. <laughs> we already know, know they've fucked up so many times statewide and government-wide. Well, just like the vent- with all the ventilators, and then they, we had like a surplus.